When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire Leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with Lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome again to Smart TV. I'm David Butcher and before I do anything else, I need to apologise because I had to miss the podcast last week. I'm very sorry, it was completely unavoidable, something out of the blue. Kellyanne Taylor had to step in at really short notice to keep the show on the road, so thanks very much to her and again, sorry for going AWOL. If you're new to the podcast, the idea is straightforward. It's just answering the question I get asked a lot, which is, is there anything good coming up? And it's a harder question than you'd think because it depends what you're into and what you've already seen and whether you've got streaming services and which ones and whether you can get all the Sky channels. But what I try and do here is take a kind of overview and pick out some shiny new things, some hidden gems. It's a bit like doing a city guide and recommending lots of different restaurants depending on what kind of meal you want. Uh, You won't want to eat everything on the menu at every restaurant, but here are some good options. I'm going to start with something everyone can watch. It's on Channel 4, and it's a drama called Somewhere Boy. There's been a lot of talk this year about privatising Channel 4, uh, which would be crazy in my view, and in the view of pretty much anybody who knows anything about British television, but that's another story. But as part of that whole conversation, it's quite good to be able to point to things that Channel 4 is doing that nobody else would do, and that certainly a purely kind of commercial-type channel wouldn't touch with a barge pole and this is a good example of that it's a slightly left field drama that it strips across the week from sunday to wednesday and the premise is there's a teenage boy called danny and he spent his whole life in a remote country house with his dad and he's never left the house because his dad has told him that outside the outside world is full of monsters so he mustn't leave the house so he stays inside and he watches old black and white movies and lives in a kind of bubble then one day his dad isn't there anymore i won't say why not but his dad isn't around so danny for the first time has to go out into the outside world and 
figure out things for himself in complicated modern Britain. He goes to live with his aunt, who's who's very kind, but she has other children of her own that she has to look after. And so Danny starts to piece together what real life is like and the things that all those lovely old movies never told him about. So it's kind of an innocent abroad type thing or a, a rite of passage. Um, but the mood of it's very distinctive. It's got that kind of art house movie thing where it's very heightened but kind of drab at the same time. It's all very sort of lyrical and poignant. I wouldn't say everything works. Uh, and sometimes the pacing feels a bit off. Sometimes the tone's a bit uneven. But I watched it a week ago and it's still kind of rattling around in my head. Bits of it keep coming back to me, which is a really good sign. So it is cool. It's interesting. It's just what you want from Channel 4. So that's Somewhere Boy starting on Sunday. Distinctive, interesting, Channel 4. Those also apply to my next pick, which is a really interesting documentary on Monday night called Judy Love, Black, Female and Invisible. You'll probably know Judy Love. You'll come across her. She's a stand-up comedian. She used to be a social worker, I gather, from this documentary. Um, She's been on Loose Women. She's been on Taskmaster. She was fantastic on Taskmaster. And her documentary, very simply, is about what it's like to be black and female in Britain. And the specific prejudice you face, uh, which is summed up in this term misogynoir. So she talks to to mums, to girls at school, to business people and so on. I thought before I watched this, I mean, quite lazily, I thought, well, of course, there's, there's racism and there's sexism and being on the end of both of those on a daily base must be awful. But I found this a real eye-opener about the very specific way that the odds are stacked against you if you're a black woman or a girl in Britain. Slightly different from black guys or people of colour generally or what it's like in in America, say, at the moment. There was one example that just... A small thing that just jumped out to me that these black mums were talking about how if they're out and about with two young kids, they'll be asked by sort of people say, oh, do they both have the same dad then? In a way that other mothers just wouldn't be asked that. Um, and it's that's obviously that's quite kind of revealing about people's attitudes. It's the kind of programme that will probably mostly be watched by the people it's about, but it should be watched by any of us who want to be a bit better, a bit more aware, and it's Black History Month, so it's good timing. So that's Judy Love, Black, Female and Invisible on Monday on Channel 4. Now, good news if you can get Sky Atlantic because Babylon Berlin is back. Series 4, it starts on Friday. If you don't know it, it's a great show. You can catch up with it all. The shorthand would be something like Peaky Blinders meets Cabaret in German. Very atmospheric drama set in Germany between the wars. It's got a police procedural element to it because the main characters are detectives. But really, that feels like that's just there to reel us in. Because it's all the other stuff, the kind of atmosphere, the weird subcultures that are swirling around in Berlin and the fabulous music and dancing. And so there's amazing choreography. There's brilliant costumes and locations and so on. It's extraordinary to watch. And really, the plot just kind of is there to join up these fabulous set pieces that they have. In the new series, we've reached 1930, so the Nazis are coming. There's Also, there's a, a gang war going on. But in the end, it's all about the visuals and the atmosphere, which are wonderful. I read somewhere it's Germany's most expensive TV drama, and you can see why. That's Babylon Berlin. It starts on Sky Atlantic on the day this podcast comes out, Friday. Incidentally, if you like that kind of thing, it's worth trying the slightly less intense 
Vienna Blood, which is all on iPlayer. It's not as big budget. It's these two-hour self-contained murder mysteries set in Vienna in the 1900s with a young psychiatrist solving crimes. It's a little bit Sherlock Holmesy. They're very easy on the i2. Both series of that are on iPlayer now, Vienna Blood. I reckon the second series is a bit better than the first. Okay, now a travelogue with a difference. This is Sue Perkins' Perfectly Legal. It's available now. It's on Netflix, just dropped. It's the kind of show you get a lot on terrestrial channels and Netflix are getting in on the act. The idea is that Sue Perkins is worried because she's in her 50s, she's a bit staid and she doesn't take enough risks. So she does what you can do if you're on the TV. She makes a series out of it and goes to other countries and meets comedians there who introduce her to all these wild new experiences. So in the first one, she goes to Colombia and in Bogota, she tries Tejo, which is this game where you throw a sort of metal disc thing at a clay board and try to hit these little packets of explosives. And if you hit them, it's a huge bang. It's a brilliant scene because you get to bullseye kind of thing first time. She's very drunk, as she often is. Uh, and she's genuinely delighted and she just goes absolutely wild and does this whole drunken speech about what this means for her and generations of Perkinses before her. Uh, and it's really fun. It may remind you, Ramesh Ranganathan did the same thing when he went to Bogota. He played Tehel, uh, a very similar scene. In fact, the whole series may remind you quite a lot of The Misadventures of Ramesh Ranganathan, but that's no bad thing. It's got a similar vibe. They're both great shows. Sue Perkins is just brilliant value because you feel... She is genuinely engaging with the people she meets and genuinely, at times, terrified. So that's Sue Perkins, perfectly legal. It's on Netflix now. My next pick won't be for everyone. It's basically, it's for car nuts or people in the Richard Hammond fan club. It's called Richard Hammond's Workshop and it's on Discovery Plus. So lots of people don't have access to Discovery Plus. If you can get Discovery Plus and you're interested in cars, it's well worth a look. It follows Hammond, and he started this classic car restoration business with some mates. And we just see beautiful old cars coming back to life, lovely vintage Bentleys and Alvises and so on. And there's a bit of jeopardy. It's all a bit inconsequential because we kind of know that Richard Hammond must be hugely wealthy by now. It doesn't matter much to him whether this venture works or doesn't work, we assume. But it's very watchable. And Hammond, he's always been a natural. He's a brilliant, very engaging guy on screen. It's undemanding, good fun. Richard Hammond's workshop on Discovery+. Plus. Undemanding, good fun is, is not a phrase you'd apply to my next pick, but it's similar in the sense that it's, it's a, a niche thing. It won't be for everyone, but it's worth flagging up. It's Four Quartets, starring Rafe Fiennes on Sunday on BBC Four. So it's Rafe Fiennes on a stage reading poetry, reading T.S. Eliot's poetry and some of T.S. Eliot's most impenetrable poetry. T.S. Eliot is not obviously a poet who's known for being a breeze to, to get your head around. I remember having to study him at school and not really being able to, to make head or tail of what was going on, but still liking what I didn't understand. And it turns out, I think what makes this worth watching is that the four quartets are actually easier to take in by listening to them than by reading them. And that might be connected to the fact that they were written at a time when 
Elliot was at a stage in his career when he was mainly writing plays, writing for the theatre, but the theatres were closed because it was the Second World War. So he wrote these poems instead, and Ray Fiennes makes sense of them almost as theatrical monologues. I mean, pretty heavy-duty monologues, but powerful and kind of mesmerising in a way. The title is Four Quartet starring Ray Fiennes. That's on Sunday on BBC Four. If that sounds a bit too much like kind of hard work on a Sunday night, but you are interested in T.S. Eliot, I really recommend a documentary that's on iPlayer now, which is called T.S. Eliot Into the Wasteland. It's a whole new theory about the wasteland, which was Eliot's kind of breakthrough poem published 100 years ago in 1922 what this says is it's essentially it's a love poem which is not how it's always been seen but it's written for a woman who he left behind in america when he came to live in britain and the theory is based on this big cache of letters that was recently released or a couple of years ago and it's pretty clear that this woman emily hale was his kind of muse he said i shall always write primarily for you she was the hyacinth girl in the poem it's a really interesting new angle that kind of unlocks that poem. So that's T.S. Eliot, Into the Wasteland. That's on iPlayer. So now, what's the big returning drama series this week? Some people might say The Larkins on Sunday night on ITV with Bradley Walsh. But I'm going to say Gangs of London on Sky Atlantic on Thursday. And you won't find two dramas more different on television, I promise you. So Gangs of London, there was a series a couple of years ago. It's a drama about organised crime. So, of course, it's not quite violent. It's spectacularly violent. And in the literal sense, that the violence is a spectacle. It's very choreographed, lovingly filmed, but in the kind of goriest detail. There's one example, and sorry about this, but it, it, like someone's being strangled... So we don't just see them go a bit red in the face, which is what most dramas would do, but you see their eyeballs filling up with blood. It's that kind of... It's that unpleasant. It's that kind of vivid and horrible. So the whole thing comes with a big health warning. But if you're okay with that, it's a very classy number, Gangs of London. It's got an amazing cast, huge bunch of characters, lots of families and factions and wars going on, rivalries. It's, I mean, it's often talked about as like Game of Thrones, but it's Game of Thrones with guns and cars and so on. Very gripping, big budget, lots of blood. The new series starts with a double bill on Thursday on Sky Atlantic. Before I go, I want to mention quickly a film that's tucked away on Sunday night on BBC Two called Sorry to Bother You. It's kind of a black comedy about a guy in telemarketing who realised he's caught up in a kind of big capitalist conspiracy. But it has one of the maddest plot twists of any film ever. So it's kind of absurdist satire. It's kind of, There's a bit of magical realism. It's not like anything else. It's got a brilliant Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson in it. It's on late at night on Sunday night. You might want to record it. But if you want something really left field to scramble your brain a bit, I do recommend Sorry to Bother You, BBC Two, Sunday. Now, not forgetting my one to miss this week, which is a drama called Candy, which has just dropped on Disney+. Plus. This is a version of the story of a woman called Candy Montgomery, she was a regular suburban mum in Texas who was accused of killing her neighbour, who was also her best friend, with an axe. 
1980. So it's part of this big wave of true crime dramas and documentaries. We've just had that, the Channel 5 thing about the Sir murders, Maxine. There's the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. They're, they're, all, they're everywhere right now. And quite rightly, there's a debate about the ethics of this genre of recreating real-life murders for entertainment, basically. But it can work. It can be worthwhile. I just didn't feel Candy's Heart, the show Candy's Heart, was in the right place. But also, as well as that, what I couldn't help think watching it, I'm getting really fed up with shows that are set in the 1970s and 80s where the whole point of it seems to be, oh, look at how weird people were. Look at... Look at their weird clothes and their weird attitudes and the silly glasses they wore. And, oh, look at their home, the weird way their homes looked. And Candy absolutely revels in that. I think too much. It's like the production design becomes kind of the main character. It's not all bad, and it's on Disney+. Plus. It's well put together. But it's I'd say it's a bit slow, and I think in the end it's a bit exploitative. So even assuming you can get Disney+, Plus, I'd say give it a miss. It's not worth it. That's the lot for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope something there makes you think you might give it a try. You can find all the details in Radio Times itself, the magazine, and there's more on radiotimes.com. Also, you'll have noticed that on the same podcast feed as this, we now have another strand. It's called View From My Sofa, where Kellyanne talks to celebrities about all the secrets of their TV viewing what they grew up with, how they watch now, what they love, what's influenced them and so on. There are some great chats on there. James May and Jeb Mercurio were both really interesting. Next week, there's Stephen Fry coming up, a really good interview with him. So do have a listen to those. I'll be back with more Smart TV next Friday. Until then, bye for now and happy viewing. <laughs>